everyone. I'd like to invite you to listen to a new podcast called Artrageous. It's a podcast about the truly outrageous stories of the art and design world. I'm your host, Carrie, and each week we'll cover stories that are just plain crazy. Join me every Thursday for a new episode with stories from art theft, fraud, crime, and mysteries to designer drama, fun conversation tidbits, and discussions about current events. Find Artrageous wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Until then, stay Artrageous. Stove Leg Media, igniting conversation. Welcome to the 123rd episode of the Pulling Tart Podcast, everyone. As always, I'm your host, Bobby Kuhn. Coming to you live from my man cave in Millsboro, Delaware. The man cave has moved from the third floor to the first floor of my townhouse. Um, So we'll see if uh, the acoustics are better or worse um, than the third floor. So we'll we'll see about that. Uh, So yeah, this week we have Stephen Goldsmith account executive for the Somerset Patriots, AA affiliate of the New York Yankees. If you like this episode, make sure to go back and listen to the older ones. There's something back there for everyone. Um, So many talented people um, with funny stories back there, so uh, go check that out. Um, Drop a rating and comment anywhere you listen to podcasts. I know know, some people listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, really anywhere you can uh, leave a rating um, and some places you can leave a comment. So please do that. That helps uh, drive us up the charts a little bit there. Um, And uh, make sure to go follow the designated Twitter account for the show at Pulling Tarp Pod. That's where you can find all up-to-date news about the Pulling Tarp Podcast. And uh, that's where you can reach out about becoming a guest as well. Um, And uh, yeah, if there's any businesses out there looking for a unique sponsorship, that's uh, where you can reach out as well. And if you really want to, you can follow me personally on Twitter at It's R.A. Coon. That's I-T-S-R-A-C-O-O-N. We are approaching Christmas, uh, so go get that Pulling Tart Podcast merchandise. You can get stickers, coffee mugs, and wall art. Uh, That is in the link uh, on our Twitter account. Um, Or you can go to tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-P-U-B-L-I-C.com. I don't know if you guys heard last week or not, um, but... The show may or may not come out every week from now on. Uh, She's so extremely busy with work, um, taking care of a pregnant lady, um, getting everything ready for the baby once she gets here. Um, So that's taking up a lot of my time. Um, Also trying to work out a little bit, lose some LBs there. So um, yeah, episodes will continue to come out on Thursdays. And it may or may not be every week, but uh, that's all the more reason to follow the show on Twitter. Um, so that's at Pulling Tart Pod. That's where you can find all up-to-date news about the show. With all of that being said, let's chat with Stephen Goldsmith. 
Hello, everyone. I'd like to invite you to listen to a new podcast called Artrageous. It's a podcast about the truly outrageous stories of the art and design world. I'm your host, Carrie, and each week we'll cover stories that are just plain crazy. Join me every Thursday for a new episode with stories from art theft, fraud, crime, and mysteries to designer drama, fun conversation tidbits, and discussions about current events. Find Artrageous wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Until then, stay Artrageous. Steven, welcome on to the Pulling Tart Podcast. Uh, thank you so much for, for taking the time out of your evening during the off-season. I know that is precious. Uh, how's your off-season going so far? Yeah, it's going great. You know, I started with the Somerset Patriots like a year ago, basically, the Monday after Thanksgiving. So, okay. But, uh, it's going great. I'm learning a lot, you know, doing a great job of the planning process that goes into the whole minor league season now mm-hmm. that I get a full off season under my belt. Okay. So looking at like involving with helping with marketing theme nights and selling some of the full season tickets, yeah. you know, and planning some of the fun stuff that happens in June, July, and August that really gets to execute now so you can make sure all the dates align. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, that's that is exciting when you can you, you can really get in there in the trenches. So um, are you looking forward to anything in particular this off season with some free time? I just really just I'm a I'm also I'm a college basketball junkie. OK, so like, you know, one of the things I enjoy about the winter is the regular season of college basketball. So catching a few games, whether that be like I'm going to a few Rockwood games every year. I also live in Princeton, New Jersey, so I'm a diehard Princeton basketball fan. Okay. I like to joke I'm probably the youngest Princeton basketball fan there is. <laughs> you know? Okay. So I go to a few games, and that's something I really enjoy going to. Okay. Are you originally from New Jersey? Yeah, I'm from Princeton, New Jersey. Okay. You know... Grew up here for the most part, you know, lived overseas when I was little, but then moved back to America. Okay, awesome. Where did you live overseas? Uh, Switzerland and London. Oh, wow. Okay. No no wonder you are uh, such a soccer fan then, or shall I say football. Yeah. <laughs> it's soccer in America, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that helps, but like. Princeton has a good hotbed of soccer. You know, I grew up playing. I have two younger brothers who play. Played one played in college, so you know, oh, okay. good community. It was really big in all sports, but especially soccer. Yeah. Sure, sure. And um, you were such a big fan that you worked as a soccer front office member. Um, how excited are you for the World Cup? And how do you think the USA is going to do? So I'm super excited for the World Cup. Me Obviously, too. it's disappointing that it's in Qatar with all their issues and whatever. Right. But, you know, anytime the World Cup is on, I think, you know, it's a great opportunity for soccer to grow in America mm-hmm. and just take off. And I think they're going to surprise people. You know, I would love to see them win it. I don't think that's the case, but, you know, I would really love to be wrong with that here. 
But yeah. I think one thing for sure, I think we're going to surprise some people and definitely get out of the group for sure. Okay. Okay. I like it. I like it. I told my wife that, uh, so the World Cup's coming to the U.S. in 2026, right? So I, yeah, I told her, I said, if the USA, I'm, I'm going to go to a game because chances are they're probably going to play in either New York or, or Philly, I would imagine. And I'm here in Delaware. Yeah, they announced the cities, but they haven't announced like who, what games, whether that be like group play, quarterfinals, semifinals, right. finals, right? Yeah. So I would imagine USA would play in either New York or Philly and I'm here in Delaware. So I told her, I said, if they're on the East Coast at all, I'm going to go to a game. And it doesn't, price is not an issue because that's a once in a lifetime opportunity. So. <laughs> Definitely, I feel that, you know. Yeah. We'll probably, we'll probably be there together at the same time. <laughs> yeah, that's in 60 other thousand people. Yeah, right, right. Um, what is the biggest difference between working in baseball and and soccer yeah i would say the main difference especially in my league baseball is like when i worked in soccer i loved my time i learned a lot i really grew as a salesperson Mm -hmm. and as a person but with my league baseball you know you're getting your hand involved with so many other things sure besides just the sales process like i sit directly across from the director of marketing and i know he values my opinion and he might be annoyed with me asking these questions, but he, I, if I have an idea, it's so easy to approach him or anyone, the operations team, about why don't we try this, you know, with mm-hmm. this idea, you know, and it's all ideas based and, you know, everyone works together as opposed to in professional sports, you're just a sales guy, you know, maybe you have one or two great marketing ideas, right. but they have a whole department towards that. That's true. That's true. Oh. Uh, What's like the weirdest thing that you've gotten yourself into working in baseball? Yeah, so this season and then next year and every year I'll be at the Patriots, I help open the promotions on the field. Okay. Which is great, you know, because that's my that's my baseball, you know. Yeah. The fun, quirky, strange promotions tied into a sponsor, you know, trying to do something. So I would say this year, just when the promotion goes bad at first, I was like, oh, no. You know, don't, like, for example, we do Bark in the Park. We yeah. We can bring your dog to the game. You know, in one of the games, when the, we do a mascot versus the dog run. Okay. Between the first, the first inning, the dog got off the leash. Oh. Uh... So, like, I tried to corner it, send it in the tunnel, and then he was avoiding me, making me shake. Then, it, nope, the game was not delayed. Because he somehow knew to go back in the tunnel. But I was very worried. Like, I'm not a fast guy, but chasing after a skinny, small dog would be just not fun. Yeah. It it, it all worked out. Okay. All right. That's good. What are some aspects that stay the same between working in baseball and soccer? Yeah, I think it just, you know, you know... Every sales job is very similar. You have the job of selling out the stadium every mm-hmm. night. So, you know, it's the same repetitive. But I would say similarities that, you know, you're trying to tell people about something that's 
not the most powerful thing, whether that be soccer here in America or minor league baseball. You know, mm-hmm. most people, there's so many other ways they can spend their money. So convincing them, like, to do something fun or an evening where baseball, you know, people are like, oh, it's boring. Like, there's not a time on it. When can I go home? But it's right. telling them, like, once you're there, you're going to be hooked. And same with soccer. Like, getting that, someone there, I say, just give it a try. I R- guarantee you're going to come back and back again. Yeah, okay. Makes sense. Um, I saw on your Instagram that you're a big Ted Lasso fan. You went as Ted for Halloween this year. I am wearing... You know, this is this is bad podcasting because this is only an audio podcast. But I am wearing my Roy Kent jersey um, just for this occasion. Um, great show, obviously. Who's your favorite character on Ted Lasso? Yeah, I love Coach Beard. Okay. Uh, when Hunter plays Coach Beard, I think his one liners are just perfect. Yeah. In every sense of the matter. He's Ted's right-hand person. He's got some wisdom and funniness towards him, and I think he's just great and so funny, and he makes the show with his lines. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, his his one-liners, his zingers are just incredible. Do do we have another guest on the podcast? Do I hear some, some whining? Yeah, it's just... Uh, transparency i live at home working my own baseball yeah so i do have a puppy who needs attention yeah so, you know she'll come maybe i'll let her out you know okay so that's just why i mean it's not a baby it's no i Lucy. i gotcha i gotcha um bo bo my dog would be in here but he he makes too much noise um so um but yeah it's uh what kind of what kind of puppy is she Okay, okay. We just celebrated Bo's fifth Gotcha Day, so um. Well, I like that. It's the way you say Gotcha Day, you know. Yeah. Used to birthdays, but. You know, yeah. That's very cool. Well, I don't know when his birthday is because he came from the SPCA. So, yeah. So this is the first show that I'm recording. So, my man cave was always on the third floor. And I, last week, or two weekends ago, maybe, I moved it down to the first floor. Um, and I, I like, you know, I, I just recently got back into, like, working out. I got a Peloton and all that. And I'm a former soccer player. And, but, uh, so, the entire next week after moving, you know, my man cave from the third floor to the first floor of our townhouse, my calves were so sore. For, for the entire week, it was insane. I just I couldn't understand how Did sore they were. College soccer? No, I played. Well, I played club. Like I played like, you know, pickup college soccer. Um, yeah, but but I I played basically from when I was five until you know all the way through high school. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, man. So. What's the number one secret to sales, in your opinion? Obviously, there's no right answer. There's no bad answer. So, I would say just like don't be discouraged when they say no. There's so many other people who want you want to talk to, mm-hmm. and don't let a no bring you down. Okay, you know, just move on. 
like you know you, you get rejected a lot and just don't take it personally because you don't know why they're saying no but they could be the next person you take talk to could be a great conversation so just don't let it eat you up when there's a no okay i like that that yeah very true words there i um i had a mentor who he he was a baseball longtime baseball guy and we both work for the same insurance company now and he told me when i first got into sales he said a quick no is always better than a slow maybe and he you know somebody that tells you no right away that's great fine i'll move on to you know and if it's a if they say oh you know let me look at that again i haven't gotten a chance to review that i need to talk to so and so um and they just you know milk it on and on and on that's wasting both of your time and where you could you know make another another call or another sale so um so yeah i'm i'm with you on that one for sure totally and like i hate the people like oh maybe yeah. Just let me know. I'm not. I look if you like. If it's a no, that's a no. No, I'm not losing any sleep because of it. Right. Right. You know? I'll I'll sell it to somebody else if you tell me no. So. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Right. Right. Um, Unless you're trying to sell buy Taylor Swift tickets, you know that we know for half the country. True. <laughs> that's a real debacle, man. Goodness yes. gracious! Uh, one of the ladies in my office was trying to buy them for. Um, her daughter and i think it was in philly i think and um yeah it was because it was at lincoln financial and um she's she said guess how much tickets are and she and i i was like i have no idea and she said 475 dollars and i said for how many tickets and she said one and that's like in the nosebleeds and i was like oh over my dead body (laughs) would i pay that much it's absurd yeah, I agree. <laughs> I told on social media guy, like I just texted him earlier, I think we should do a funny tweet here about like, you know, hey, we don't have Ticketmaster issues, buy season tickets now. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, what's, so we talked about it, minor league baseball, you kind of get into a little bit of everything. So what's the craziest situation that's occurred in a game that you've had to help with? Yeah, so I would say, you know, there's nothing been that crazy this year, knock on wood. Okay. But just sometimes, like, you know, some of the people who are, like, who are very passionate about the team and just, like, some of the requests and, like, wanting to know this and, like, asking this, is this him or, like, is it like is this his car for example does this player drive this car oh yeah that's weird i sell tickets man like i don't know what kind of car that anthony volpe the yankees top prospect drives like right yeah you know like i don't know it's just like some of the questions people ask that i just don't know it's like i remember doing one of someone asked me like oh is it true that he like loves this sandwich shop like do you think i can get him a gift card there and you can give it to him and I'm like I don't know I don't talk to him about like Jersey sandwiches or right these, you know right <laughs> that's uh yeah people people do get weird about that kind of stuff for sure man mm-hmm. um 
you so you've moved around quite a bit, uh, such such as a uh, you know a front office sports lifer you know does. Where has been your favorite place to live, and why? That is a tough question because I love what I do now. Mm-hmm. Working for the Somerset Patriots, but I, you know, come when I moved to Houston, Texas, I knew nobody. Yeah, I took a flyer and just was like, "Why not?" And being in Texas for the year and like year and nine, ten months I was there mm-hmm. was awesome. Okay. Just being there. You know, just a new state, met some great friends who I still talk to. So definitely Texas, but I do love what I do now. So, you know, it's a trade-off. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think I did that with um, both of my stops in minor league baseball that weren't my hometown. You know, I, I moved to Beloit. You know, without knowing anybody, well, luckily I knew my cousin lived 30 minutes away and I was able to crash on his couch for, you know, a little bit. Um, And then when I moved to uh, Salisbury, Maryland to work for the Delmarva Shorebirds, I didn't know a single person either. So um, that I was never afraid of that because I knew like I was going to make friends. And thank God I did because I've I've met some great people just just like you, some, some great lifelong friends for sure. But I, I imagine, I imagine the uh, the weather was a lot better in Houston than it was Beloit, Wisconsin. Yeah, I, it's not bad. But during <laughs> the summer, you know, you bring your extra three t shirts in your car because you're gonna sweat through one walking to the office, and then when you have a meeting, you're gonna sweat, or you're just going out to lunch. Yeah, you know, it just load up on that deodorant and something block. Okay. Okay. Um. So Zach Keller just messaged me on Twitter and he he said what do you he say here? He said, Hey, I see you're interviewing Stephen Goldsmith for the next episode. Just wanted to reach out and let you know he's a really good guy with an interesting background. Looking forward to listening to it. So he must have known like my next question was I know you guys only work together for about a month, according to LinkedIn, at least. Um, but I wanted to ask you if you had any stories from working with Zach Keller, because he was—he's been a guest on this podcast before. So oddly enough, you know the internet's not always true. Okay. You know for this, so my first day was Zach's last day. Okay. <laughs> so you know they're going around in a morning huddle, uh, Monday morning, day after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. welcome me, and then. It's like, oh, and it's Zach's last day. <laughs> so then that kind of took the wind out of me starting. Like, this new guy, super excited. And then Zach being such a great guy. And everyone was, like, shocked by that. But besides from that, I've seen Zach. He's good friends with Nick. Okay. Who, as well. So, like, I've talked to Zach here frequently here. And he's just a great guy. So I never got to, like, with him right i remember like shaking his hand as he was leaving and and him telling me that i'm gonna have a lot of fun here and you're gonna enjoy working here okay and that stuck to me like this guy's been there forever yeah and i agree with him like yeah this was sure what's going on but crazy first day but then you know i've texted him for advice you know seeing my games from time to time and just always friendly and always willing to like you know, during the dog days of summer, when it was my first summer, I knew I could 
shoot him a text. She'll just talk to him, see him at a game when he reminded me that, you know, there's light at the end of the tunnel. And yeah. It's like, you know, 14 straight games are working. Yeah. That, I'm not accustomed to. Yeah. That's, that's awesome that he's still like there locally and, and helping out when he can. That's, that's pretty sick. Yeah. Okay. Um, Love ballpark food, obviously. What's the best concessions item at TD Bank Ballpark? So, I don't... There's always something, you know, our ballpark has great options. But, you know, we try to do some of the cool things this year. We did part of the Mining Baseball Copa Night. Okay. We had a bunch of, like, cool Copa stands. Yeah. So that's special. But for me, I'm very basic when I get food. Like, I don't mind the chicken tenders and fries we have there. Yeah. A, because I know what to expect. Sure. And when you need to eat that food somewhat fast because you have a teacher tossing six outs, I True. go with the chicken tenders and fries because I don't want, you know, anything to go wrong or my stomach to be upset. So okay. I'll do the basic chicken tenders and fries, and they're great. Okay. All right, I dig it. I dig it. You can good chicken tenders and fries are always great. Um, we didn't get any listener questions. We got a lot of love on on the tweet about the listener questions, but no listener questions. So we'll, we'll move on I there. Think my friend Keenan responded to one. Oh, okay. Oh, maybe he responded to yours. No, house. It's like. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, wow, Steve, I want to hear how working in minor league baseball compares to the MLS and how soon you'll be running your own team. Yeah, there we go. Okay, Keenan, what's up, buddy? <laughs> um, so, well, I don't know. I don't put time frames on things. Yeah. And I'm very happy on what I'm doing right now with the Somerset Patriots and learning. So there's no like, hey, by 2025, I'm going to be a team president. No, right. I want to continue to grow as a salesperson and tap into some other things, running the promotions and helping with marketing more. So, yeah. So whenever the time is, sure. But I'm not going to say I have to be a team president right. by this date or else, you know. That, that depends on the front office too. Um, because like I wanted to be you know, an assistant GM or, or GM. Um, and, and, um, my last stop, like where, where I wanted to, to stay, you know, geographically, um, the AGM and GM have been there for forever and they're not going anywhere. So, um, so yeah, I kind of ran into a brick wall there. So, um, so it just, you know, you just got to kind of wait your turn and, and, depending you know on if you if you want to move or when you want to move or if something opens up in the front office you know in somerset there you know it it just there's a lot of a lot of um a lot of cards in the deck i guess i'll say oh for sure you know and the cool thing about somerset that a lot of people have been there for a while yeah which is you know it's really nice because like you they've done a lot of cool things when they went yeah so like I can go talk to our team president who's been there since year one and about something. It's like, oh, we've done this, but we haven't done it in a while. Why don't we do that? Right. You know, or like, no, we haven't done that. That would be fun to do. Mm-hmm. Or a marketing idea, like not to tweet my own horn, but like one, I brought in a 
local cold brew coffee company this past year. Good. You know, and they've never had cold brew at the ballpark. So it was something new and it's a trendy thing. It's like, and it was successful and the GM's like, this was awesome. Yeah. That's all I drink is cold brew, by the way. I got to come to a Patriots game and get sleepless life. Yeah, I uh, I was on the energy drinks for a long time. Uh, working in minor league baseball, every everybody was drinking energy drinks, and I was too. And um, I finally got off of them, and now I'm on on to cold brew. So, see, I don't drink coffee energy drinks. You know, I just sometimes if I'm really tired. After like a late game and coming in early or pulling the tarp off at like eight a.m., yeah, I just need that orange Gatorade and I'm good. Oh wow, good for you, man. Good for you. I need that little jolt of caffeine. At True Crime Cast, we cover the big names and cases that everybody wants to hear. But we specialize in the small town unknown cases you've never heard of. If you're listening to True Crime Cast, you'll hear us give the details of each case and our analysis of whether or not justice is served. Find us wherever you find your favorite podcast. Y'all should go ahead and subscribe and join in on the conversation. I'm Jamie. And I'm John. This is True Crime Cast. Where can the listeners find you on social media, Stephen? Yeah, so I'm very active on Twitter. Okay. Um, my handle is Goldsmith underscore man. So, and then I'm on Instagram, but, you know, I use that and don't mind if you want to follow me. Okay. My Instagram name is, like, Goldmembersmith. Okay. It might be, like, a dot somewhere because my Instagram got hacked a few months ago. So they, like, got it replaced, but added, like, a dot somewhere. But really big on Twitter, and you can always add me on LinkedIn at Stephen Goldsmith. All right, your uh, your Insta is underscore dot Goldmember Smith underscore underscore. It looks like yes. Okay, yes, that was it because I think they added the underscore and the dot when they like rediscovered my Instagram. Which okay, was a whole other story. Connecting with someone who works for Meta, Facebook, and be like, hey, we haven't spoken in a while. I need my Instagram. Oh, can you reach out to that? Can you reach out to that person? I've been locked out of my Facebook for two and a half years. <laughs> so he, he, I can try, but like it just was like it took him a while, and like I didn't feel bad that I was some speaking to this kid in like a few years. Yeah, but I was like, I'm not giving up hope. There is a way to do this. Um, and then in the middle of a game, I get an email. Congratulations, reset your pin for an Instagram. You have 15 minutes. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I need to stop what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, it's hard to be a social media manager uh, without your Facebook. Um, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> um, so I know you've listened to some episodes. Uh, you know how I end every show. What has been your favorite walk up or warm up song in uh, your baseball career? And whose was it? Um, so, I don't know if I have a specific one, you know, like, specific player, you know, traditionally, you know, anything that's, like, gonna make you stand out. I don't know 
who the necessary player would be. Mm-hmm. But like something like offbeat, like oh, like not the most popular song, like a song that's maybe like hasn't been heard in a while, or like you know that could go well. That based on this player's personality, I really like. I can't think of a specific one here. Okay, well, what song? You know, I guess what would be your walk-up song? Um, so all the people who will listen to this from the Somerset Patriots probably know this already, but I love the song "I Have the Tiger" by Survivor. Okay. Anytime that goes on in the office or in general, I feel like I'm ready to run through a brick wall. It is a good song. You know, I'm like, yeah. Let go. All right. Thing. You know, during the staff's versus intern softball game, you know, I didn't do the best, but. They played the Tiger, and I kind of got on base on that. All right. I mean, that's a big deal, you know? Right. I haven't swung a bat in a few years, so I have the Tiger. Shout out to Molly for playing that song. All right. All right. I have the Tiger. I like it, man. All right, Steven, thank you so much for taking the time out of your evening during the off season to come on to the Pulling Tart podcast. Really appreciate it. Um, yeah, man, thanks so much, and uh, have a great off-season. Let's stay in touch, all right? Of course. Listen to the Pulling Tarp Podcast, distributed by Stoveleg Media. Make sure you check out our page at stoveleg.com to learn more about Bobby and the rest of the show. Stoveleg Media, igniting conversation. Hello, everyone. I'd like to invite you to listen to a new podcast called Artrageous. It's a podcast about the truly outrageous stories of the art and design world. I'm your host, Carrie, and each week we'll cover stories that are just plain crazy. Join me every Thursday for a new episode with stories from art theft, fraud, crime, and mysteries to designer drama, fun conversation tidbits, and discussions about current events. Find Artrageous wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Until then, stay Artrageous. At True Crime Cast, we cover the big names and cases that everybody wants to hear. But we specialize in the small town unknown cases you've never heard of. If you're listening to True Crime Cast, you'll hear us give the details of each case and our analysis of whether or not justice is served. Find us wherever you find your favorite podcast. Y'all should go ahead and subscribe and join in on the conversation. I'm Jamie. And I'm John. This is True Crime Cast.